a Gannett. You're prepared for a giant monster made entirely of nulls stomping around mainframe? I've always wanted to do that. <laughs> How do you plan for that? Is this still happening? Hello, sprites! Welcome to episode 36 of Alphanumeric, the Lasercomb podcast where we talk about Reboot. Seasons 1 to 4. <laughs> and as Snidler likes to point out a lot, maybe that season that no one talks about, but who knows. But well, we all love shit talking. I have no we idea all, what, what you're we all love talking sh- about. We all love shit talking. Uh, I am one of your hosts, Christopher Siege. I'm another host, AP Snidler. I'm another host, Lady Glitch. And I am here too, Neo Cal. <laughs> Tonight on Alphanumeric, we are discussing the 13th episode of season three of Reboot Mega Frame. It originally aired on January 3rd, 1998, which was my 13th birthday. Third oh, episode. happy birthday back in 1998, sir. <laughs> happy birthday. Here. I got Come you here. a thing. Um, oh, also. Um, oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> Hello. Happy, um, happy belated. I got you Uh-oh. a cake. Hang on. Hang on. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. I've actually, oh, for the audio listeners, uh, the Sniddler is holding up a Joe Louie. Joe Louie. <laughs> Joss Lewis. A, a Joss Lewis. <laughs> Oh! Oh! <laughs> An ethereal oh. hand came up. No. <laughs> An ethereal hand. <laughs> An ethereal hand. <laughs> and just delivered. Very Christmas. And happy Hanukkah. <laughs> uh, I'm not sure if I God actually. God bless us, everyone. Not sure if I actually said it. Um. Yet I sometimes I unplug from social media for like all week until I talk to all of you. <laughs> um, like it, it's not because I'm not on. Not a bad idea, really. Uh, but like any of you that PM me, sometimes um, it's like a day or two before mm-hmm. I reply, and it's like midnight, mm. and I'll be like, "Oh, cool, thanks." But I do, I do check it, and when I do see it, I reply. Mm-hmm. So I never ignore things. I just leave stuff alone it's like i know that when i send you nature photos and stuff you're going to get to it eventually but i know how much you like to balance your time online and offline so when i see it i immediately like react Mm -hmm. hey any does this happen to anyone else i I will think i will send a message on twitter i don't log on for like a day or so and then i come up i bring my pms open or whatever and the thing i thought i had sent i swear was sending is in the text area oh. this has happened to me like mm. five times it happens to be once in a while but not yeah. on twitter and on yeah. on other things like on messenger facebook messenger B- bizarre or and even like, in even in text i'll be it. like oh yeah it's like I, you I, think I you no, no I, I swear I do. Why would I not? Why would I just enter the text and go, good enough, and then throw my, <laughs> throw my phone away? Seems like a very cal thing to do. It, it's not. <laughs> so, folks. So, 
As I understand it, sorry, but if I could just interject here, uh, Christopher's never actually had a Joss Lewis before. Is this, I is this not tasting? You have not. You have not. So are we gonna, gonna, gonna I do wish this with you if you want. Let's do this. I want um, you to like judge it and critique it as you as you go. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to uh, mute the the microphone as I bite into this. Yeah. Uh, out of respect for people like myself who have misophonia, which uh, is a thing that I just discovered existed. So it's very much oh, a thing. It's the plastic that's the loudest part. Mm. But it's also when people are like smacking their lips and their mouths with, and they're full of food, and they're like trying to maneuver the food around their mouths, and they're just making an obscene amount of noise. I'm very conscious. Very, very juicy sounding. It's nasty. I'm very conscious. Uh, because of my dad, of like not making sounds, keeping my lips closed. I'm not perfect. It still happens. But oh boy, uh, I am low on the spectrum of noises that people make when uh, when they eat. I, I am. You. I I'm around other people that that grew up in a in a in a barn. <laughs> and they don't want people sounding like cows when they eat. I, one, of, one of my earliest memories is I remember being, I was probably like four years old at the time. I was sitting on the floor, like um, eating breakfast. I was eating eggs specifically. Hmm. Um, one does when they sit on the floor. Yeah, I was sitting on the floor, like uh, up against a uh, the coffee table in the living room, and I remember my mom and my aunt Dodie, may she rest in peace, uh, sitting on the couch and being told I, I was chewing, I, I was eating and chewing my eggs, and I was chewing with my mouth open, and I remember mm -hmm. being told to chew with my mouth closed, and I didn't listen, and. My mom got up and like smacked me across the face like so hard that I actually spat food out. <laughs> You're how old? Uh, I was probably like four. Uh, I, um, I, I and you don't to this remember? Day, don't don't chew with uh, I don't chew with my mouth open. So yeah, what do you my my oh. my. My mother used words rather than force. I'm sorry to hear that. That's uh, yeah, that sucks. I just heard that it was rude, so I just stopped. Mm. But yeah, that sucks. Kid, kids, very young kids. Um, at least me, uh, or maybe it was an ADD thing. I don't know, but I could be told, "Nope, okay, I'm gonna open the door. Don't rush in to to the car." Don't rush in. I need to put your sister's stroller like in the middle first. Do you, do you understand? Uh huh. Yeah. Uh. And then they open the door, and I immediately try to like pile in. It's not because I'm disobeying them. Mm -hmm. Fuck fucking kids don't listen. <laughs> they, no. they don't. Sometimes they don't listen. Sometimes no. it just takes them a little bit to to register what they've been told. Like that, I, I feel like I feel like a lot of day a lot of a lot of adults just these days have. Yeah. A lot of adults these days have no patience. And and so like they're kind of just you're like, why didn't you do well sorry, I was I just I was zoning out or I wasn't listening or but you, you know, you, you don't know why, you just didn't hear it or you didn't understand it. And, but I just yeah. said don't do that. Well, 
Sorry. <laughs> yeah, I've heard that a lot. <laughs> yeah. What did I just say? Mm. Yeah. Where is she? <laughs> exactly. Uh, so, Megaframe, 13th episode of season three of Reboot. As I mentioned, Look. originally aired on my 13th birthday. Coincidence? I think, I think so. so. <laughs> uh, I don't so think it was. I had said this. this. Maybe it was. Maybe I was muted. Um, but the whole me logging, not being on social media and stuff. Happy, happy belated, Christopher. Uh, thank you. My my birthday was over seven months ago now. Happy belated. But uh, <laughs> happy early birthday. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Very. Yeah. It's actually closer to my thirty-seventh birthday than it was oh, like yeah, to my, yeah. my my past tense thirty-sixth birthday. It's 37. a little too late for belated, you know. Thirty-seven. I have one. I have one friend. Mm. Um. Do you? They mistook only one. They mistook um June for like January one time. Mm. And in January, okay. they were like, "Oh, Ben, I I missed your birthday. Oh, blah blah blah." On like the seventh, and I was all like, "Oh, he, you really miss, missed it." Whoops. <laughs> um, and I was like, "Yeah, it's like June," and they're like, "Oh, literally on the 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 half a year from now or behind us." And I'm like, "Yeah," and they're like, "Oop," <laughs> and so six months after their birthday, every couple years i'll like pm them and i'll be like happy birthday dude <laughs> and every once That's... in a while every year or two in january they'll be like oh i missed your birthday happy birthday man i would but do it on, I would... on our birthdays that, i would do it on their wall so that all the other friends or like on facebook would see it and be like it's your birthday and it's have this whole like thread mm -hmm. yeah we, we do yeah yeah, yeah. that's uh, have but birthday. never birthdays <laughs> biannual biannually Biannual birthday. Semi. Like, it's like a leap year, baby. Bi-an Biannual is every two years. Semi-annual is right. every six months. Semi-annual, that's right, that's right. Weeks. I thought biennial was every two years. Sorry. Um... Biennial is every two years, yeah. Oh, yeah. oh okay. Because bi means two. Yeah, that's, yep. that's, what I mean. that's what I thought. I revealed recently, I was like, some man, like, blah, 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 like tentacle porn and something. Beast I was like, Wars once and for all. Beast Wars once and for all. What are we talking about? Beast Wars <laughs> and tentacle porn. But anyways. Um, I thought I was we like, were talking about mainframe. I was, I was, I was like, um, oh, what is it with some people? Like, eight tentacles is enough, damn it. Um, and they were like, why specifically eight? <laughs> And I was like, I don't know, like octopus, blah, blah, blah. And they were like, don't octopus <laughs> like more than that or less than that sometimes? I'm like, no, they, they have that eight. That is a comfy-ass couch to sleep on. It is a I very comfy-ass couch. Yeah, for audio listeners, um, uh, Sniddler is crashing on Christopher Siege's couch. Yeah. <laughs> not not actually, he's just recording at his place. Yeah. <laughs> um, but they were like, well, no, some have like six or or like whatever. I'm like, no octopus have have eight and they were like well, how do you remember that and i'm like how many sides Octo? does an octagon have and they were like oh my god and i'm like yeah and they were like pretend i 
pretend I never said anything. So if they end up wow. listening to this, I can't believe you're in your 30s and you you couldn't remember how many legs an octopus has. <laughs> I was going to say, like, octo, like, that was a thing that occurred to me when I was a child. Yeah. They were like, I pretend I never said that. Pretend I've always known this. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> okay. All right, I will. <laughs> All right, I will. But then I will talk about but it. But then I'll still remember. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, so, uh, uh, Trans Warp Portal opens. Mm-hmm. At new intro. Really. Yeah, new intro. Um, I dig that it. I usually skip the intro, so you guys take it away. Talk about it. Well, it, it's just dot. If you guys want to say Glitz, what you said, do you, you want to recite the intro? Me? Dot, uh, yeah, dot's your girl. Oh. Do you know the intro? <laughs> I looked to the net. I searched through systems, peoples, and cities for the sprites, my family. That's the one, yeah. Yeah, that one. Love it. My, my format of what was once mainframe reboot. The utter <laughs> disgust on Lady Glitch's face right now. Like, really? <laughs> you don't remember? <laughs> I thought you'd want to say it. I wasn't mentally prepared for it. I was put on the spot, but I still delivered. So you did well deliver. Well done, Great job. Well done. Plus, like half of that, half of that intro is in my Twitter profile. So, oh well, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. Get good. All yeah, yes. scrub. Not good. <laughs> <laughs> I um, man, this been waiting for this for so long. I know. Holy shit, I this opening and the opening with dot. Oh, by the way, from this point on, I, I don't remember shit. Like this is pretty much same. I remember the people. the finale to season three, any of this. but I've seen yeah. it. Oh, the finale is amazing. And this the like dumbass like musical number at the end of I don't the episode. Remember, I, love I don't that. remember any of it. So Okay. Don't don't All don't right. reference it if you can. I mean, it's not like it's the end of the world, but like, man, I'm like actually hyped for this. Yeah, You're, you want to be pleasantly surprised when we get to the good part. We moved and like we had different cable or something like that. Oh, okay. So the last I remember them was like somewhere in the web, like right before okay. they met Bob. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. Okay. And then right. because I couldn't pick it up at the same spot, I avoided just watching random episodes of it when we when it was back on tv gotcha so it's good go ahead no go ahead go i didn't wasn't gonna say anything important can't who can it be now uh so is you do is you doing color commentary right now the first time you've watched it all of this from now on yeah okay so you didn't watch this episode prior to doing this oh no sorry i watched it like an hour ago yeah okay cool okay But that was the first time. Yes. Anyway, so uh, Portal opens in in cyberspace. Saucy Mare emerges, uh, flies toward mainframe. We're back in mainframe. We're here. Can't believe it. Finally back home. The hype train Uh, is real. (laughs) The hype train is real. Uh, Uh... Trains are kind of a dirty word on this uh, this uh, <laughs> podcast at this point. So, 
<laughs> That's why I'm getting choked up, you see. I'm like, oh, trains. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> well, this train just had a massive train wreck. Yeah, so the... So mainframe is completely thrashed. Like, top to bottom. Pretty devastated. Yeah. yeah. Straight up. Looks like a war zone. Uh, and the... Uh, People of the saucy mayor are like lamenting about it. Like Enzo's like, "Oh, I'm finally back," but like, "Oh wait, my childhood home is incinerated." Yeah, Andrea actually gets like choked up, mm -hmm. and uh, I kind of felt that when she was like, "Yeah," actually like gasped over it. I there's a right after that, um, Bob and matrix like look at each other and that's when i feel uh, i noticed that christopher empathizes um a lot more with female characters but I, I, I do yeah yeah but um what caught me is this the the enzo and bob moment where they like look at each other and enzo just kind of like sadly says dot and i was like oh <laughs> shit <laughs> Yeah. Um, and if you're living in the moment and you didn't look at the the intro, because mm -hmm. obviously Dot, Dot's going to be alive, but it's it's but, rough because like the whole season one, they it was their it was the whole show. They they were together. Yeah, but when you come upon like this this scene of destruction, you automatically think the worst. It yeah. looks pretty bad. It's like yeah. war torn, <laughs> worse is. than the yeah. other systems they visited. <laughs> Crumbling. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, at this moment, I'm like, wait, so we we've theorized on the show before that, like, they've maybe been gone for like a year or two. And I'm like, really? This amount of carnage in that short period of time? Oh, this this amount of carnage could have been months. Yeah. Well, yeah. clearly. Yeah. yeah. But. But um, how long do you, does it outright say or does it not? say how many years or months or whatever has passed. No, I think I a year, it's been a few years. Yeah, I think a year in mainframe terms is the full cycle. So it could yeah. have been several yeah. cycles. Well, and uh, earlier in season three, like Turbo mentioned to Matrix, he was like, well, basically, like, based on my estimates, you would probably only be 1-1 one, one right mm -hmm. now. Yeah. Oh, specifically, yeah. he says that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Episode eight. So yeah. a year and a bit has passed then. Yeah, about that. So mainframe yeah. has changed a lot in a relatively short period of time. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder how much Bob has time has passed for him, too. Like, the hair is really long. He's way different. I'm curious all the different time dilations and how yeah. they how they add up. How they perceive it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like I'm sure to it. Matrix and Andrea, like it's been in real time, it's been like a year, but like they've perceived it as being like ten years. It feels like a decade. Yeah. Yeah. And then with Bob being in the web, web time could be different than net time. That's that's, that's yeah. another yeah. hypothesis yeah. Well, I'm looking at specifically like looking at Bob's hair length. Mm -hmm. I will say, like based on 
the length of his hair in seasons one and two, which is about the length of my hair right now, actually. Mm -hmm. Uh, Versus, like, his hair length right now. That's about what I would grow in, like, a year, I would say. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. Because his hair was already, like, kind of past his ears. So, makes Mm -hmm. sense. So about a year has passed for him too, maybe. Yeah. Hard to say. But he's so different, it feels like it's more than a year. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I feel like the well, way that he talks now is a lot more mature. It's not as bouncy. It's more he, methodical. He did, merge, he did merge with Glitch. With Glitch. But he Ironic. was different even before that. Ironic because he is voiced by Cheetor now. <laughs> and yet it's less bouncy. Oh yeah, that is ironic. Yeah. Um if you know a thing or two about Cheetor, let me tell you. He says the bull- Cheetor bullshit. <laughs> Cheetor says some Cheetor bullshit. <laughs> it's on a t-shirt. Which anyone listening to this can buy. Um so what happens? They they investigate? Yep. Yeah, so they do some law and order shit here. They uh, they see that uh, mainframe is completely thrashed. Uh, the firewall's down. Uh, they go to investigate, and it's just as... Matrix and Bob, though, right? Yeah, yeah it's just Matrix and Bob. So Matrix and Bob, uh, keen detective skills here. I will say, mm. I like this. I think they handled it elegantly. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. yeah. This could have been cringe, but it it made sense. Sorry, so basically, you... go ahead. So, yeah. So basically, like uh, Matrix and Bob are doing some like detective bullshit, like examining clues around the basically the crime scene, figuring out what happened exactly, <laughs> figuring out what happened, and as they speculate about what uh, about what happened based on what they're observing, we get a flashback showing us exactly what happened. Yeah. So the, the firewall was close or exactly what, what happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So firewall is down and uh, the silicon tour is also down. Literally goes down. Uh, curiously. And I'm like, Whoa, hold up. Yeah. What the fuck happened here? And they speculate that, oh, this must have been blown apart from the inside, so... Yeah. yeah. So... Hex must have gotten free. And she was pretty pissed. Yeah. Hex got mad, and she broke free, and tore shit up. Which is... Yep. I love exactly how Silicon that. tore shit up. <laughs> <laughs> I love the quote of I will no longer will I wear your shackles, brother. Now it is my turn to rattle your bones. I love that. And then she goes totally ham and blows it apart. Uh, I wish she had rattled his bones. I'm what it doesn't reveal is how the hell Megabyte escaped her wrath. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, how did he hiding, survive? Was he already gone? Was he? He was just hiding, I guess, underground Maybe. or somewhere. Yeah, because yeah, the flashback <laughs> is brutal. Like no one would have survived that. 
Like she aims her, her energy balls at the middle of the tour. We all know that Megabyte's throne room's at the top of the tour. Yeah. Yeah. By the way, holy cow, did they go crazy with this PlayStation 1 cutscene. There's so many <laughs> pixels. It's so detailed when the slow yeah. motion top oh, of yeah. it breaks down and chunks this. are flying off of it. The 3D, like the, the framing and the, the polygon count as it's breaking apart. I am actually amazed. The, there are different times when this show's um, animation has like leveled up. <laughs> and <laughs> yeah. Christopher, the PlayStation 1, like, is it slow no, motion I... or is it just 15 frames per second? Nobody knows. I, I do find it really funny that like Bondage Hex like shoots a fireball at the middle of the silicon tour, and when it hits, the top of it straight up just explodes and like pops up. Yeah, it's exactly it actually, what like, pops when it blows its top. <laughs> She's magic, man. What do you want? <laughs> and of course, I, I like this is funny. While she was under Megabyte's control. She didn't help them break out of the firewall, but now that she's free, she effortlessly oh, breaks yeah. the firewall. Takes it yeah. so overloads get, uh, it. Get rocked to Megabyte. Yeah. Yeah. I like to think Scuzzy helped her helped her out somehow. Oh, probably. <laughs> Scuzzy like came in through that little hatch in the wall. Remember when he kind of like unscrewed it from the inside and he just like whoop <laughs> hops in. And then she goes crazy. They, 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 they find out more stuff exploding like, and more stuff tra tracing back to Hex. Like Siege was saying, it's very like Law and Order, like dun dun, because it shows Matrix and Bob kind of being like, oh well, this there this is viral scorch marks. Yeah. So Megabyte right. did fight back, and there must have been a skirmish. Blah blah blah. Oh, but I wonder who won. Yeah. yeah, and then Matrix finds the null trails, and there's a lot of them. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. Has it ever showed them like eating away or deteriorating what they passed through before this? No, not yeah. to my knowledge. No. I've only ever seen them like suck energy out of stuff and zap people. For yeah, a second yeah, yeah, yeah. And but yeah, and in I... a swarm, they can they can drain people, presumably. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But it makes me feel like they're only like this because Hex was on a war path. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. And he like, controls the nose. I, I know the shot that you're talking about specifically and what it actually kind of reminded me of. And this episode actually predates this movie by a year. But like what it reminded me of was like the scarabs in the 1999 the mummy. movie, The Mummy. Yeah. yeah. I almost yeah. feel like Christopher was. Knew I was going to talk about the mummy. <laughs> I was I was gonna bring it up too, yeah. <laughs> because I I I watched the mummy and the mummy returns very recently, and I've actually been bringing up the mummy is great. Oh, yeah, and by the yeah, way, Steve, holy cow, uh, are both those movies fucking good? Yeah, Stephen Summers directed, uh, uh, Brendan Fraser, uh, Rachel Weisz. Yeah. They're so great together. I was in love with Rachel Weiss when I was 14. The, the chemistry because of that movie. Of Brendan Fraser and her are is amazing. You absolutely yeah. believe that they have in the second one they have that kid together. It yeah. it's phenomenal. Um there's like a third one, not the Scorpion King. There's a third one where they're like in China. Yeah, it's and the, they uh, Rachel Weiss was recast. Yeah. 
pretend it doesn't exist. Don't don't watch it. If you haven't seen the Tomb of the Dragon action movie. The Dragon Emperor, that's right, yeah. The movie that you didn't realize existed that you don't need to watch. Will it hit TV? (laughs) The Scarabs, people. There are Scarabs in ancient China. Oh, there was also a remake starring Tom Cruise that came out in 2017. Is is that actually a remake? Yeah. Yeah. There is also a ride at Universal Orlando called Revenge of the Mummy. I thought that was its own thing. Mm-hmm. It uh, was intended to set up the universal dark universe. The Dooku, the dark universe, the dark universe, the dark which universe. they they released on social media, like a photo of like all these like big name actors like chilling out together, being like, "Meet the dark universe," and then the mummy comes out and fucking flops at the box office, and well, there's no dark universe now. The Dooku, <laughs> uh, that was an inside joke. At least for me, um, a lot of friends went to go see the Mummy. Like when it was in theaters, I'm like, you guys aren't gonna look at at like reviews or whatever. Like a group of them, and it's our mutual right. friend Christopher. And I was like, don't like I at least be don't throw your like money away, right? It's not like a Marvel movie that's part of this like big thing, and you're like, eh, I want to watch it even if it's not not that good. Like this might be atrocious. None of them. They just kind of like all put their head down and they were like, eh. They didn't even post about it on social media or anything (laughs) like that. They were just all kind of like ashamed or bored or not impressed with it. Um, Have you ever heard um, the uh, podcast they listened to, Dude Soup, had an alternative take where it's Mm. just like 20 minutes in, right? They go to like rip off the tomb of this like mummy or whatever. And Brendan Fraser with his sawed-off like shotguns or whatever, pops out of it, shotguns t- Tom Cruise, right? Dusts himself off, and he's like, we've got a mummy to kill. And then the first mummy movie just plays from that point onwards. Completely <laughs> as, as in, and it would have been a much better movie. Interesting. Go watch The Mummy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Anyway, yeah, folks, Scarab the Mummy. I love it. <laughs> yeah, the the Tom Cruise Mummy remake, like they were trying I feel like they were I feel like whoever wrote that movie, instead of actually like looking to the nineteen ninety-nine mummy film for inspiration, they just played Uncharted. And like that's what they like. Tom Cruise's character kind of feels like a great value brand, Nathan Drake. <laughs> great value, Nathan Drake. President's <laughs> choice, Nathan Drake. President's <laughs> choice, Nathan Drake. Who himself when... is already like a president's choice, Indiana Jones. <laughs> he no, he is a president's choice, Lara Croft, who is also a president's choice. And Lara Croft is a president's choice, Indiana Jones. And Indiana Jones is just a president's choice, Prince of Persia. There we go, folks. No, no. <laughs> he is a... Uh, Indiana Jones is a president's choice, Alan Quartermain. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I dig yeah. It. <laughs> so those are bad news bears, folks. They are. What's going on in this episode? 
they're eating the floor, and there's a scarab scene where they devour one of the um, hover tanks. Completely, like it goes flat as they cascade over it. Yeah, and yeah, it's just playing dodgeball with all of the energy shots that are coming out of those seas. Yeah. She's having a ball. I for- love it. Forgot about that. She completely annihilates and slash. Yep. Yep. Well, you and- know how you know how hack and slash can always be put back together because they're very they they can fall apart. She blew them up. This is business they as usual be. for them, yeah. except yeah. that they're not in except- chunks. When- a tank hits them, or they're yeah. run over. She, she, she annihilates, them. annihilates them. Yeah, there's an arm of. Slash. You see, like an arm, and it twitches, and it just kind of dies. I like how she's playing. That was very sad. She's shooting lasers, like you were, yeah. you were saying, and she's just like, oh, ha, ha, this is so much fun, like a Dragon Ball Z character, like dodging energy blasts. Yes. You know? And I'm like, wow. And even the ones that could hit her, nope. She could probably just energy shield the. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So one of uh, uh, Megabyte's cronies comes up to to meet him in his like hover chair thing, and he's like, "Yeah, I, I saw this asshole like wandering about, and he looked kind of different, but I think it was Bob, man." Oh, you missed a scene. Did I? Yes. Oh wait, no. I am so sorry. No, nope. my brain's jumping ahead. Go ahead. Oh, that's yeah, that's fine. Yeah, yeah, it's all good. Oh, um, he's one of the spy squad. Yeah, yeah. We all know the music. Anyone listening to this knows the music. Yeah, he's the hat guy. Yeah, yeah. Is molding in the kitchen. He looked a little different, sir, but I'm sure it was Bob. And the rolling rabbit gathers no moss. <laughs> That's right. What are you I was, about? forgot what the second part was. <laughs> yeah, um, but Megabyte does drop a piece of information. It means that Megaframe is back on the net. That means yeah. portals. When you, te- when you tell the audience, it's a lot different than when the characters deduce accurate information. I think they handle the law and order and Megabyte's deduction is, oh, then we must be back online. Yeah. They're getting us, but the characters are learning at the same time, so that is actually good writing. I It's good exposition. This, this yeah. is a very well written episode, I think. It could have just been an info dump and it's, oh, his hover chair has missiles? No. Yeah, it's a new chair. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> And Megabyte is basically like, well, I've ruled over this shithole long enough. Time to go find somewhere better. Time to fuck off. Let's go. And indeed, Aru, he has fucked this place up quite a bit. Yeah, he's living in the the principal office right now. He's squatting. (laughs) Yeah, basically. (laughs) He's squatting, basically. He set up his little office and his, like, thing. And Air Doctor's there. Oh, he's he's Air Doctor. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and like, oh, Lord Megabyte. Yeah, and I'm like, oh my god, this guy's still alive. Shout out to uh, Cone Killer Confusor uh, uh, for <laughs> for doing doctor. the Air Doctor art. I I have it. I have it printed out and on my wall behind my monitor. <laughs> I should also, print it out too. We love you, man. Also, shout out to the uh, to Cohen Killer Confusor who uh, um, made the 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 shake, the energy shake oh, right. on vacation. That was awesome. Yeah, Our, yeah. 
I haven't actually. I, I, I tagged you in it. I haven't I actually seen that. No, I put, oh, I put it up on our on the chat. Really good. No, I. You're joking one really time. Really like, I missed Okay, that. I'll send it again. The the joke was like, oh, what happened to him? And I'm like, you know what? He's living his he's, best life. Yeah, he's, he's on vacation yeah. in the Bahamas. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so he's got like an old drink, and he's like kicking back on a lawn chair, you know. Yeah, yeah poolside. Yeah. Cheers. Yeah, I, I, I missed our boy's art, so I'm gonna have to go check that out. <laughs> he captures the characters really well. Yeah, yeah, very yeah. Nice. And that goes to show. Don't I? I need to listen to this advice as well. If you think you're not good at art, chances are you're much better at art than you even give yourself credit for, and just <laughs> doing things can surprise yourself. Right. In that case, I'm horrible. I Same. I think you <laughs> surprise yourself, right? Mm. Like everybody oh, has yeah. different talents. Like Christopher's like storyboarding and his what's the word I'm looking for? Um, choreography. Uh, sequencing. Uh, point of point of view or whatever, right? Mm -hmm. Like uh, if you don't know this, um, Christopher designs. Uh, Stidler's alphanumeric shirt for video listeners. Um, that was done by an artist, not not us. But like th the layout is completely Christopher's design. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right. So, ever, like I said, it, I you think you don't have a talent. I come up. But... I come up with ideas for like how to frame framing. Thank you. Like a shot. <laughs> Composition. A mega frame a shot. Composition right there. I got I come it, up folks. with ideas for that. Like I have like a very like firm picture in my head, but I don't have the artistic skill to execute execute it. Yeah. I I'm the same way. I wish I did. No. Got darker in here, and I think a light bulb burnt out. Cool. We actually uh -huh. have new show art incoming on on that uh on that note Ooh. we have new show art incoming so yeah. the light bulb didn't burn out it just turned off which is weird because it's a the sun's going thing. down okay weird poltergeist for sure <laughs> uh speaking and... of poltergeist <laughs> uh what's going on in this episode there's a ghost <laughs> poltergeist Megaframe. <laughs> <laughs> so I bought they're on their their pirate zip boards made out of wood somehow. And um they get a glimpse of the, the principal office. I I I kind of I, I find it kind of amusing that like Megabyte has been trying to take over the principal office since episode for this for this yeah, since episode one for this entire series. The, and yep. now it's like his home gets blown up, and he's all like, well, time to move. Yes. <laughs> For another place to set up shop. Uh, hack, slash, go find a new base. <laughs> <laughs> and where he picks is the principal office, and now because he's, like, motivated, because, like, him and his forces have, like, nowhere to live, like, their place got blown up, he's like, well, we are taking the principal office today. Um... Yep. I just I, I just find that amusing because like he spent like all this time like trying to break into the principal office mm -hmm. and like take o take it over, but like But he can't now... actually take it over. Sorry, go but on. he can't but he's never really succeeded in any he's meaningful come close. fashion. 
But it was a he has come close. Time. He's yeah. inside the building, the physical it, building. But, but now, just can't... because his home is blown up, he's like, well, yeah. let's go take it over again. And uh, they actually succeed this time. It's Well, he, they were very close, right? Very, very close when we were last in mainframe. But then the firewall came up. Like, it was just a matter of time, right? They tried different things. They had the shield. Hex blew it up. Like, it was, it was bad news bears. And then mm. the firewall was like, okay, we bought ourselves sometimes so it it wasn't surprising to me because like he was very close from from getting it and then they they pulled one over and they they managed to firewall them yeah. mm. i like how it's kind of like a like a, a prison camp barbed wire it reminds me a lot of the checkpoints in germany during world war ii that's and what it when I'm sure I that's what they're going for, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's very much like Identity Crisis Part 2 in Dot's vision. Yeah. Pulling, pulling, that, oh. pulling that artistic work from it. And when I ran First? the World Marathon and I was in Germany, there's a lot of these watchtowers that were still up and available to look at. And that's yeah. the vibes I'm Crazy. getting. Yeah, it, it's kind of nuts. It's funny because Identity Crisis Dot's like visions of the future. Mm-hmm. Megaframe was still a functioning city. They were just all under his rule. This yeah. is just a wasteland. Like there, a there's nobody to rule over. Yeah. Everyone's probably like hiding the resistance. Yeah. Or they're in the resistance, right? Or dead. It, I was getting, yeah, what on. does he have to rule over here? This is worse than Dot's vision. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was gonna say, like uh, he you know, from from identity crisis where Megabyte was rolling over. That must have been like the early days where it was still rather functioning, but nothing was really being supported by Megabyte. Like nothing was really being like he was. He's a shit leader, basically. Um, I don't, I don't he, think that that ever even came. I th I don't think he ever ruled over anyone. I think he's got his viral binomes and and that's it. And that's I, it. And I, his forces have been like... dwindling. But but he he does he does keep building this army like we went over a few uh when did we go over this like the like converting binomes to viral otherwise they'd be deleted um which again dark um so yeah I don't know it's really hard to say like what 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 exactly was his end game here because if now everything's gone to shit and he's just like all right well uh it's been real but I'm gonna find a portal and get out of here. I feel like yeah. once Hex blew the firewall, she went and destroyed the entire city. So I think all of the destruction yeah. that we see oh. is work. That's and wow. She, okay, she makes to sense. Angels, just, you know, fuck off and hang out. Yeah. And then because Megabyte. Megabyte wouldn't do that. He'd want to rule it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay, yeah, she went nuts that and blew everything makes up. So much more sense. Yeah, <laughs> makes sense. Okay, because I was yeah. like, right. why isn't everything wrecked? Why would yeah. he do this? Yeah, this it is just hex. chaos energy. We know that Megabyte is actually a little bit weaker than Hexadecimal, and Megabyte yeah. isn't exactly chaos energy like Hexadecimal is. So Megabyte would want to rule over one city, and that's in one piece, but Hex would just want to destroy everything and then go hang out in her lair. The whole thing with Hexadecimal is that he, uh, she was, uh, well, not only getting revenge on Megabyte, but also just <laughs> fucking up all of his yeah. other chances to do anything. Yeah. And just leave him there to kind of like rot, even though he's not going to rot. That makes sense. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah, because 
Oh, there we go. That does make sense. Megabytes control. Both of you said because she could have just Texas. found him and deleted him. Yeah. Like, oh yeah. She, yeah. But after she blew up the city, she was like, "Enjoy." And I'll she just, just leave him with this shack in the middle of the town. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Where he still he still can't get control without Fong. He still doesn't have any power to get to the core without the proper codes. So all he's done is successfully move into the principal office and set up oh. camp there. So we, we so exit. he still hasn't done anything that he's wanted to do, which is why he's still very and uh, uh, incontent. Is that the word? Incontent? Discontent? Incontent. 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 Dis discontent. Dis he's in discontent, yes. Yeah. Which is That's different right. than discontent. Yes. <laughs> he's uh, held himself in contempt. Right. Mm. Word um, contempt okay, has lost carry all on. meaning to me now. Uh, so Ma Matrix and Bob are like sneaking around the principal office and the like viral Nazis with their like Nazi towers notice them, shine a spotlight and they're like, oh shit, we have invaders. Oh no, so, like, we're under attack. Uh, Bob Matrix is like goes fucking bananas. Oh, yeah. Matrix is like, ah! And he just <laughs> yeah, he actually is he like, ah! Shoots. He shoots, yeah. shoots the spotlight out. Yeah, I actually like laughed. Matrix is going through this thing right now where he gets a, a, an immense like surge of rage against all the shit that he went through the last time he was in mainframe against his city. So it's like, See, I think it's going to go over here and shoot out your light. I don't know if that moment was intended to be like any kind of profound or moving, but I just fucking laughed. <laughs> I thought it was, it was funny. I, I it laughed was with the feeling of being like, I, I don't know if I should be laughing here. <laughs> it, well, the, yeah. the reaction is just funny, but like his lack of control because he's seeing that, oh, the principal office has been taken over by mainframe. Right. And yeah. then when you listen to the... trying to fight them. Uh, and when you listen yeah, to the background like music, um, you get the sad Enzo music again. But this time mm. it's in a tense situation, which is a little unorthodox from what we are used to hearing it at. I, I could relate to this scene, actually, where you you come back to your home and you, you find out that you've essentially lost. Mm -hmm. You're going to get pissed right. off. And that, and if if you can just fly off the handle and do whatever and, you know, unload around into a, into, <laughs> into a spotlight, if that's the least you can do, you know, get, get get some you attention. You can relate to that. <laughs> huh? You yes. can relate to that. Yes, I've shot out spotlights before. <laughs> Did you go home and it was much different, and you took pot shots at a stop sign? It was a relatable <laughs> moment. I have never done anything like this. Okay. <laughs> Look, it was three a.m. Okay. Okay. I had an entire bottle of Captain Morgan's. Christopher was there. He's good. I had a pellet gun. All right. <laughs> We were, we were reminiscing and complaining about how different things are now, and it just seemed like a good idea at the time. Okay, yeah, whatever. Yeah. I'm from a small town. The point where is, there are 22 shots at stop signs everywhere. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> My point is, yes, I can, I can, I can, I get it. You know, he's going nuts. He's he's he kind of goes berserk for about a second, and Bob even thinks this is a little over the top, and. Mm -hmm. He yeah. ends up in a pickle. He ends up in some trouble. Yep, the troops. <laughs> the uh, Stargate yeah. troops with their Jaffa um, <laughs> lasers um, become Rocks. overwhelming. And uh, yeah, he can't just shoot them all. I wonder why he wasn't like gun auto target and he just shot them from behind the 
Because he wasn't thinking rationally. He's not thinking straight, yeah. Well, up here. here. Bob pulls a a cool move where he kind of blocks some shots from one of the the, uh, Megabyte's um, tanks. Right. With, like, an energy shield. Yeah, with yield. Blows up the tank, because he's merged with Glitch now. I guess he can do that. And forms a a portal from a tear nearby. And yeets like <laughs> yeah, he just tricks into I love, it. I love Bob's face when he like picks up Matrix with his hand. His face is so relaxed. It's like, look what I can do now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he's magical. He's no, um he's he's Bob the White. He yeah. Has, so basically, has... basically, big battle goes down. Uh, doesn't really go their way. So. Bob like shield uses his like newfound like energy powers to shield Enzo mm-hmm. and he makes a portal for them to escape. Yeah. Yep. Which they do. Which is fantastic because without really explaining you kind of get it already that mm-hmm. now Bob and Glitch have merged into one and they're still suddenly don't, it's still don't like Glitch Bob, but I know, but still it's, it's cool what happens. We're like they've merged into one and now he has these like incredible superhuman abilities because he can do everything glitch can do right and... intuitively without having to go glitch do this yeah. glitch do this it's but awesome. he can also but he can also shield and attack at the same time and yeah. also create portals and do all these things so i'm like well, well he's basically god now he got an upgrade he got, he got an, upgrade. an upgrade how fortunate for them to land in this alleyway yeah. When the portal yeah. ejects them. Mm. They could have landed anyway. Anyway. Glitch anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> I like that um, Enzo's past the point where he would no longer be like, why'd you take me out of that? I had things under control. Yeah. Like, which what right. old Matrix would have totally would have said, right? But then again, my partner pointed this out to me. Would he ever talk to Bob like that, though? Because Bob's different, and I'm like, that's a good point. If it was mm-hmm. anyone but Bob, he probably maybe old Enzo at least, or beginning of season Enzo might have been like, I had everything under control. Why'd you save me? I didn't need your help. Yeah, yeah. So he's he's mellowing out. Mm-hmm. Also, he's getting quite a reminder that he's dealing with Bob, and that Bob is different now. Um, Indeed, because yeah, like. Yeah, sorry. Go on. Uh, there is a uh, little bit of a comical scene, at least I found it comical anyway, mm-hmm. where uh, Megabyte interrupts uh, Air Doctor in the midst of eating a sandwich. <laughs> I love that. Like, literally <laughs> just eating a sandwich. Um, That's about to, to come. Calming it down. Uh, yeah. there, there's a weird sandwich scene we'll, we'll get to. There's a weird limo <laughs> scene. It makes me feel like they have a weird relationship because... Yeah. They leave the principal office after this attack. Yeah. In Megabyte's like hover limo. Mm-hmm. And Air Doctor is like presumably watching TV because he has yeah. a remote. And he's just lounging next to him. It's like, what is he watching? Yeah. It sounds like the Today Show. Like, honestly, like he's, he's flipping around. And a uh, Megabyte's men blow up the remainder of the principal office because there's nothing left here for them. Mm-hmm. Right? I love it when Megabyte says fire when ready. 
and they're still just hanging around. And he looks at Air Doctor like, come on, let's go. Yep. Like, what are they waiting for? Yeah, they blow it up. Um, mm -hmm. What's it called? Um, Salted Earth Warfare. They, yeah. if, the, if he plans on leaving here Scorched anyway. Earth. Scorched Earth, thank you. Oh. Um, if he plans on leaving, fuck everyone else that's left here. Mm -hmm. And our uh, our buddies. The buddies! Hack and or Slash. And they're all... They're all... Stop right there, criminal they're scum. All... They're alive. Picture they're all... the skies. <laughs> they're all stitched together. Mm -hmm. With little plates and, and welded. And they've got icons. That is, is right, folks. Yeah. yeah. They've got icons. And like, sorry, I didn't even notice that. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. totally do. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then we... Um, sorry to be nitpicky or, or slow things down, but then mm. we get to the Air Doctor scene. What the fuck is this scene? Air Doctor is in a giant underground structure by himself using a like a riveting gun yeah. to like tighten bolts on something while he's <clears throat> eating a sandwich. And I'm like, yep. shouldn't you be up to scientist things, not like right, right, manual yeah. labor? He's anchoring the equipment to the floor. I'm so... Oh, okay, so he's doing this. Yeah, He would design it. Why would he... Grunts should be doing this. Why is he physically... like? He's not doing all of this by himself, but indeed, it's just him here, and he's eating a sandwich. He's a binomial trade. I, I guess so, and Megabyte's yeah. behind him. And he's like, how about uh, the arrangements for my travel? Uh, my travel arrangements. And, and he gets then he's looking at a sandwich, a sandwich. Like... He's like, mm, it's really good. Yeah. I, I don't get this scene. It's like, I love it. <laughs> I don't want to get this scene. I love it. <laughs> it's like, uh, this is classic. Yeah, what kind and, of sandwich um, was he eating? It's just um, it like, like BLT. That's what I'd like. Yeah, to it looks like a BLT. Something. They have a weird exchange that that's happened multiple times, where like Mega Megabyte will stare at Air Doctor. Air Doctor will get scared, just like in the hover limo. Yeah. Right. And then go, ha, 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 and then start laughing. And I'm like, oh, it's like there's a punchline that what? doesn't immediately land. And so he's like, huh? Oh. Because Megabyte's like, yeah. I guess we should talk to the head. Yeah, I never leave understood. without access codes. I never understood this scene, even as a kid, and even now. Like, what was Air Doctor looking at that made him so scared? He's just weird. This is how he interacts with Megabyte. He, I like, it's scared, calms down, and then like starts laughing. It. I think it's I part know. of like dictatorship culture because mm, you get, mm. you get dictators like Korea, Germany, etc. The first person that stops clapping or laughing or you know bowing to their leader, they're the ones that get killed. It's yep. the whole trope, like, well, laugh, and then your your goons like laugh, and if they don't laugh, you you smack them around. It's, I, I yeah, don't yeah. know. He's afraid of him, but he's serving him. At, at this at this point, we're seeing Megabyte like we've never seen him before. Like this is he, he's it's dark. Like Megabyte just it's exactly the same to me. He always uh, loomed over his lackeys. Yeah, no, but now we're seeing him do things, right? Like, oh, the actions are in, different. In, in yet, a few minutes, we're going to see this. But his interactions with his lackeys have always been like yeah, this. The facial oh, yeah, yeah, I know. But yeah. again, but we haven't seen this in a long time. We've been in the web. We've been surfing mm -hmm. through games. 
Well, right, the so, facial expressions that Megabyte gives Air Doctor after he says, "Well, let us go talk to the head." He's like, mm, "It's like yeah. right." The head. Yeah. <laughs> Where there's a weird, the like head. skinny, like horned purple alien living in it. Yeah. Nobody. The head. <laughs> Christopher and creepy I. shit. Yeah. <laughs> there's another um, uh, fucking cartoons at night. Um. All right, where the fuck are we even? Uh, we're like eleven. <laughs> Indoor slash, like Iron Man posing, pointing their hands at uh, <laughs> right, right, yeah. And, uh, Bob and Matrix, and uh, Matrix is about to shoot him, and he's like, "Relax." And so they were never they, that bad. They were never that <laughs> yeah, bad. Yeah, they were never that. And bad. Indeed, all, as we've discussed, they've helped Bob accidentally so many times. Their yep. presence alone <laughs> has we've we've talked about this where I'm like, are they like are they undercover? Like uh Christopher, it was that way back in like started. season one. <laughs> where I think it was an episode where you and I just talked. No, no, Sniddler was there for the Stargate. Yeah. We were like, okay, yeah. at this point, they must secretly be working for Fong because they do such stupid shit, like when Megabytes like stop them, they pick the Stargate up. And yeah, then break it apart. And break it apart. I'll fly into it, and then break it. Like, what were they thinking? How was that stopping Bob? They brought it closer to him. Whatever. Yeah. So, um, but the change in heart way back when they let Cyrus free. Yeah. Go on, little one. Be free. Be free. <laughs> boss isn't gonna like that. Well, Are you gonna tell Megabyte what I did? Yeah. <laughs> Yep. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so they, yeah, we saw this scene, coming. Like they, they have a very much like a like waspinator, like fuck Megatron moment. Yeah. <laughs> we we saw this coming, so it's nice that they're they have the icons, and Ooh. they tell Bob yeah. and Matrix that oh Dot, yeah, we've been protecting her, just like a baby in our arms. Just like a baby in our arms. <laughs> it's it's nice. Yeah. yeah so they, they them. Yeah. So they they take Enzo and Bob uh, back to to meet Dot in their like little resistance. Oh, I've been out. waiting so long oh, for yeah. this. Oh yeah. Here we go. And Who's uh, Big Green. He's oh, gonna have Enzo. a condition. Yeah. Yeah. Enzo walks <laughs> I in. That. I love that. Yeah. And is like, uh, "Hey, sis, it's me." And she doesn't even question it at yeah. all. Well, her, her facial his expressions eye. before that, it's like, who it gives, takes her a second. I love this. Her reaction yeah. choked, me, choked yeah. me the fuck up. Yeah, Kathleen Barr nailed that one. Yeah. Again. The animators. And the animators, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, much shit. like her reaction when she thought that Enzo had been nullified. Like the whole like screaming out no thing is yeah. such a like comical joke at this point, but like her doing it like actually got me, mm. and like her reaction I, I here. I didn't think like, it was comical. That killed me when she screamed that. No, I <laughs> didn't. Her re no, I'm saying uh, the trope of someone oh. screaming out no. Oh, the, is, the trope in of itself. It's got to be done. It's comical. Yeah. As a kid, I was like, oh, whatever. But as we've discussed when we watched that, we were like, 
holy shit <laughs> yeah. this is fucking brutal there was one joke that hack and slash made where they were like what happened to his eye i don't know but i wouldn't want to see the other guy, guy. <laughs> that was so good um but as to what christopher was saying uh one thing I'm just noticing now, when Hack and Slash part ways and Enzo walks forward and he's like, hey, sis, he's smiling. We don't normally see him smile like that. Yeah. He's smiling like Enzo. Normally, tricks. normally you'd have to run I'm, really I'm fast. It now. <laughs> when he does, run. Run really, really fast. fast. Dot, no! Aw, oh, that yeah. look. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This, this choked me up a bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I... Oh. Like family reunion shit. I I love that. Yeah. Oh, Dot's so outfit is slightly different. Like yep, it's I, this is, is my it, favorite it's Dot three outfit. Water, water yeah. camouflage. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like the cut is the same as like the the outfit she wore earlier in this season, but like yeah, it has this like water camo. Yeah. 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 I love it. Cool. I dig it. If, if I could find like a semi replica of this setup, I would totally run Chicago in it. I want Matrix's vest with the the thing that holds his icon and the yes, yeah, yeah. And and it's it's not over there. Like, oh man, I this episode's everything I wanted because he's all like. um what what does he say exactly here? I, she she talks to her brother and says, "I thought you were nullified. I, I thought, I'd thought I'd lost, lost everything. everything." Yeah. And uh, Matrix says, "I had a promise to keep. I brought Bob home." Mm-hmm. So on he, top yeah. of the meeting, she's like, "Wait a second, what?" I'm like, "Holy <laughs> shit! Oh my god!" Then it's immediately broken up. Yeah. With a super comedic <laughs> moment. With it, with, complete with the record scratch. The first time she's seen Bob in a long ass time, she thought he was dead. Yep, and Mouse, that would be a rabbit hole. <laughs> Mouse is here too. Right Mouse now. is like leading him over and like, yeah, like Looney Tunes, like sloppy, like kissing him, Pepe Le Pew style. <laughs> yeah, Jesus. Dot's face. Mouse's outfit is different too. Um, she's got her- like a. Her some urban camo desert yeah <laughs> tights going on yeah she's got all operation desert storm <laughs> and this is awkward because oh this is so awkward and i i it's it's organically awkward too because she's like oh it's bob he's being kissed and by mouse she sees him she's being he's being kissed by mouse and yeah, oh, Dot's more happy to sorry, Bob's more happy to see Dot, but he was just yeah, he, he was, just his, had one laid on him. And his reaction to try to recover from that is hilarious. He's like, ah, Dot, <laughs> she's like, good yeah. to have you home, and they go to shake hands, but but they don't. Bob wants to hug, and yeah, it was like that weird moment in Step Brothers. Yeah. Uh, <sighs> 
Yeah, I took a note on the interaction right here, um, not for nonverbal communication, like it's the hugs versus handshakes thing. They both have the look of, I wasn't expecting you to be alive, but now because you are, how do I even respond appropriately? Because a huge theme in season three is we've all grown up, we've all changed. Mm -hmm. And everybody has been re uh, responding to the, the war essentially in a different way. Like everyone's character development's different. Yeah. So watching this uh, interaction now, if this was like season two, Bob and Dodd, they probably would have been all over each other. But I think well, they would have been. Mouse's interjection made that awkward. I think it's ninety percent Mouse's fault, less that they've changed and turned into different people. Because I could see when it cuts between their eyes that they mm -hmm. probably, definitely, I am sure, would have kissed. But mm -hmm. following up. A kiss from Mouse. Yeah, made it weird. Mm -hmm. Even just momentarily. Also, also, it builds that anticipation because you're kind of like, seriously, is this never going to happen? What's going on? Yeah, yeah. it'll happen. God damn it! Yeah. <laughs> we'll make it happen. Has to happen. Yeah. So where's uh, where's Frisket and Andrea? They're alive, and they're with the pirates and the saucy mare. The pirates? You, that's great. You brought the cavalry, the cavalry sugar. sugar. <laughs> and then, then Bob's the like, where's Fawn? Where's Fawn? Yep. Flashback. The flashback scene. I'll let you guys cover this, but I'll step in when I've got a big-ass fucking problem with something that's coming. Oh. Go oh, okay. yeah, we're in the flashback. They're being attacked. Of course they're being attacked. The principal office is rocking and rolling right now. Mm -hmm. They can't hold Megabyte off for very long. No, nope. thanks, Becky. The viral troops have entered the, the, the principal office. And Mouse is like, this is not good. Quoting Bob again. And then Bob Megabyte says, has won the battle, my child. But you must survive to ensure he does not win the war. And then everyone's really quiet. And Dot's like, evacuation code 9713. Lego. And, and a then magic Dot, door appears. Magic door appears. And Dot yep, looks so door. Dot looks so tired and defeated. And she sees Fong just kind of standing at the entrance to the war room. And she's like, Fong? And he looks back and he's like, go, my child. I will buy you the time that you need. Being like a self-sacrifice in a sense. And then our buddies hack and slash swing by. Yep. And okay. So, sorry, you were saying that their buddies hack and slash. It's revealed that Fong was the one that fixed them. Yeah. And they're super loyal to Fong in this in this scene. They're like, we're, "We'll we won't leave you. We'll stay too." And he's like, "No, you have to go and help Dot. I this is yeah, what like, I made you. I it's for the better for cause. Reason. And this, this is, is it. it. Yeah." So, there's a trope, and Christopher and I just talked about this last night. Okay. When we were recapping, say, Tiger Hawk. Like, I'll buy you time. Go on without me. There is never a time in cinema history where that actually helps. There's two tropes that I hate, and this is what happens. Go on without me. I'll buy you time. There's literally no reason for you to stay. No, go on without me. The person is either immediately died or they get caught, which helps the bad guy. 
I hate that trope so much. Or, in the case of Cyrus, go on without me! And he pretends to be caught, and they're actually a traitor. Gold and I did this, right, with um, Double O, whatever his name was, uh, Sean Bean's character. It was actually like a double agent. Double O six. <laughs> yeah. Um, and the trope of, oh, go on without me, I'll buy you some time. But they literally don't, and then they become a liability and if they get caught, which is exactly what happens here. I hate that trope. It is so dumb. Name one time when somebody has bought someone else time by saying that. They usually immediately die or they're captured and become a liability. Mm. It's a, I hate that trope. It, it makes no sense why he couldn't have just left with them. It's a secret door. It, it closes up behind them. No sense whatsoever. And indeed, he does become a liability. Yep. That's right. just my rant. I hate that trope. Like, love yeah. the episode. Stupid trope. Never want to see it. Yeah, and Doc's trying to convince Bong to come along. And he, at 1718 on a timestamp, he shoos her away with his hand. It's like, go. <coughs> and uh, then I, Go ahead, Christopher. I wasn't able to watch the rest of this episode yesterday because I was interrupted by something. So, rest of the recaps, you guys. <laughs> okay. All right. So my partner was watching and hearing me rant about how much I, I hate that trope, and they were like, "Oh, well, maybe he gave up hope." But later in the episode, he's like, "I will never give up. I will net. I'll fight you to the end, Megabyte." When he's just <laughs> shocker, he's just ahead. Um, but you did. You you didn't leave with Dot. Oh, fuck. I don't like <laughs> that trope. <laughs> It's just like, st- I'll buy you some time. You mean get captured and tortured. So yeah. you're helping Megabyte by right. getting captured. And the fact that you still have all the codes in your long-term memory, and you know that's either... what he needs. Stupid. Stupid. I hate that trope. It was either them stick around and all get killed except for Fong. Or it was just be all them escape except for Fong. Why? How about just all of them escape? Give me one reason why Fong couldn't have gone with them. That's why I don't like the trope. Mm. What, what did Fong do? Did he fight them off with like a, a pulse? <laughs> and by the Say hello to my little friend. He, he <laughs> time? Like, no, he didn't. Megabyte immediately like walked in and he was like, he smiled. Because the one person he needed alive was Fong. And, and he's right there. And he's right there. Give me one good reason why he couldn't have just left with Dodd and Hack and Slash. Mm. There's none. It's a dumb trope. I don't have one. But yes, uh, we, we talked about that trope uh, last night, and I'm, I'm completely with you on this. Uh, I think there are times in media where it has actually been justified, where like characters have been able to like buy time for other people to survive. But uh, usually by fighting or usually by fighting or like um, being able to like relay information that will save lives, activate some sort of self-destruct. There's a scene in Aliens where they're crawling through the vents trying to get away. One of them's like injured and they decide to stay and keep fighting them and they blow themselves up with a with a grenade. Yeah, we're going to get killed anyway. So they stayed back and used yeah. one of their remote remote bombs or whatever. But the the problem I have with the trope is when it's like, no, 
I'll buy you some time. Like and Tiger it, Hawk. Yeah. And never do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Or worse, when they're actually a liability or an asset to the enemy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, yeah, no, no, I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you. Let's, yeah. let's move. Let's move yeah. along. So yeah. So they come back to the bunker and they finish telling the story and Bob looks all sad and defeated. Yeah. And then you, yep. and then you, you see Dot looking at Bob and she's trying to reach out to like touch his shoulder comfortingly, but she retracts it before she gets there. It's like, how, how do I react? How do I comfort him? So um, all of you, I don't know if you have it open or what, but around 1750, when she goes yes. to touch him, but he doesn't because... Maybe he just needs to dwell on that alone. The composition of this shot with Matrix looking at, he's much taller than Mouse, and Mouse is taller than Dot, looking at Dot, and they're both just kind of absorbing the information. And uh, Bob's in the front, like with his leg crossed and his like arms, and he's just kind of like looking away in despair. Mm -hmm. That's great. I, that's a great shot. That might be a really good like thumbnail for the episode or whatever, but like I really like the composition of that shot it's yeah. only like five seconds but it's it shows all the characters it shows their their different wardrobes it shows different emotions on all of their faces enzo's angry mouse is always cool she can be upset about shit right but she's about business can't can't get business done when you're pissed off right right no. yeah dot and and mouse already knew the information so it's new to bob and uh, <laughs> Nobody talks, but it's a really good shot. Yeah. Mm. And then it ends with Bob being like, I think I have a pretty good idea in reference to what happened to him, to Fong. Yeah. And then we go back to the principal office and Herr Doctor is pushing buttons. Is his is he the only goon left? Apparently. <laughs> like <laughs> what happened to this army? <laughs> this giant the rest of them retired. This giant tapestry is hanging on the wall with the viral symbol. No. A lot of um a lot of fancy like World War Two Yeah. German yeah. kind of like insignia ish kind of yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah. And indeed Air Doctor reveals that they have Fong's head, just mm -hmm. his head in a jar. Spare me your platitudes, virus. I learned what that Pretty horrifying. means. Yeah. I was watching this with my partner and she's like, Jesus fucking Christ. And then when it's sure. revealed that, hey, we're going to torture the information out of you, she's like, wow, uh, <laughs> this is this is surprisingly like dark. This is like this is what I was head and they electrocute him. Like this is yeah. <laughs> well this is this is what I was saying earlier when I when I was going like this is like we see Megabyte in a whole different light. Like we've never seen him actually do things. We hear a lot of talk, we see how evil he is and how he speaks to people well, he and tortures the words that he uses. Yeah. And then we see him with Fong's head in a jar. And Fong is just, you know, he's not going down at all. He's not telling him anything. So Megabyte doesn't really care. Unless Fong is suffering, he doesn't care if Fong is suffering. He is just the perfect. I love this villain. He's just the perfect kind of evil. Just doesn't give a fuck. Mm -hmm. He's just he's 
You know? He doesn't care which method he needs to use or utilize to get the information yeah. that he wants. He's going to get the information regardless. But Fong will never give it up willingly, which is why he will never win. And even if he does win... Yeah. Never give it up. I will never give in to you, virus. Yeah. Never you give up. When you never surrender. <laughs> you did when you stayed in the principal office. Yeah. You gave up. Now, if he had, like, if I this is don't... what should have happened, he should have been, like, as Megabyte was, like, punching down the last door before mm. he got to, to Fong. It should have gone really dark, and he should have like taken like a blaster or a gun or something like that, and been like, <laughs> like held it underneath his chin before it cuts to black. Because mm-hmm. I mean, he can't get the information if he if he offs himself. Right. That would right. that would have been Air Doctor would have been able to find a way to to extract it from his brain. Not if it's in a thousand pieces. Air Doctor would have cleaned it up and sewn it all together, for all I know. He's a <laughs> German scientist, know everything. And an engineer, okay? and an architect. And there the textiles, engineering. Can't quite computers figure. Computers and fancy cars, okay? That's Air Doctor's thing. I so love Where's, where's the rest of Fong's body in all We of don't this? know yet. In pieces. I don't know. That's yeah. what I'd like to know. I don't know. Yeah. You'll find like, out. You don't know. Okay. 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 I'll leave that then because I, 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 I won't tell you when, me. but you'll find out soon. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, that also means that his body is somewhere. So, yeah. <laughs> it's that whole like Dude, thing. Spoiler. I, it's, I don't really like care about that too much, but it's this whole thing where people aren't conscious of whatever. And I'm like, oh, man, I like that character. It's, it's too bad they're dead. And then somebody goes, oh, just just wait just if you like that character just wait like like maybe 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 you'll see them again and i'm like i like doing that even when the character's dead (laughs) (laughs) just wait we don't know for a fact yet just completely blue balling someone (laughs) (laughs) i've done that once before and it's, I never spoke to them again. That's pretty amazing. It was great. <laughs> that's that's pretty funny, actually. <laughs> like, oh, ju- just wait. Like, we'll oh, we'll see good. where his body is. Don't know for sure yet. <laughs> it was yeah. it was blown to smithereens. Wait, where the fuck is Mike the TV? We haven't seen him in ages. He's probably fucking around somewhere. Probably annoying perfect strangers <laughs> with his favorite mistress, Hexadecimal. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want uh, to kick me around today? Better than what Megabyte would do. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, really. Fuck. So I like this. He's like, uh, Megabyte says something about, he's like, uh, I thought I'd ask nicely, but my scientists do so enjoy their work. You got one. He's <laughs> <laughs> probably got like a million voices. He, he means Igor yeah. and... Yeah, yeah. Bunnyfoot. Uh, Bunnyfoot and Bunnyfoot. Bunnyfoot, yeah. <laughs> like Brickfoot. Yeah. Yeah, like Brickfoot throws the switch. Yeah. And he's electrocuted. Yeah. Electroshock. Yeah. His Worse than that. Oh, the switch. For some it reason, Crave just decided to uh, refresh and then go back to the main page out of the episode, so. Oh. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. I tried to go back, and it just took me to the 
beginning of the episode again. So take it away, guys. Let's so wrap am I, this shit up. Am I wrong? Or um, you know how there's that scrambler where they're finding the info? We've mm. seen this before at some point. In Identity Crisis. Identity Crisis. Where were they getting the info from? A chip or a... Everybody's, they were trying to hack um, the dots planner. PID codes. To get the PID codes. Get right. the PID codes. Yeah, That's yeah. what we've yeah. seen this. I'm like, have we seen this scrambler sequence before? Mm-hmm. Right. But this this sequence is more complicated. This one has, I think, 16 bars of data, whereas for the password, whereas the one on dots is only eight. This is 16 bit, not eight bit. Hey. <laughs> Love it. Now they're yeah. playing with power. Super Nintendo power. <laughs> oh yeah. So what's Genesis going on does here? what Nintendo. <laughs> oh my god! Wow. I... Yeah. <laughs> Can't believe you're Genesis does <clears throat> what Nintendo don't. I watched a reel of those commercials. Yeah. Um, actually, there is a video game like history, um, Netflix mini doc kind of series. Maybe it was Christopher that recommended it. I that think it talks was, about yeah. the each episode is about a different era, but like different media, and it talks about like Sega's yeah. huge comeback because of their North American marketing like yep. team. And he's like, you got to, this was me Nintendo. who told you about this. It was you. Yeah, yeah. I watched yeah. that whole thing. Uh, and they talk about trans people and the history of like gaming and stuff like that. Like the different, it, it was quite interesting. And that whole, like that one woman who was it a woman or I can't remember, but like, was like, you guys got to go super like aggressive and just slam Nintendo, um, make tournaments, go on TV, act like you're the hottest shit ever. And I, I loved that. And the reel of all the commercials, like Sega does what Nintendo don't. I was like, holy shit. They came and it worked. <laughs> yeah, it was a really good docuseries. I can't remember the name of it now, though. But yeah, the the, the person yeah, you're talking about is a uh, a trans woman. I think she's like in her fifties at this point. But uh, uh, back when she was like uh, like ten years old or something yeah. like that, she won like the first ever like Atari like Pong competition or something. Space Invaders. Space Invaders. Right. Right. She rocked everyone. Yeah. At, like, by a huge amount. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, really good docu series. Uh, like I said, can't remember the name of it, but on I am. It was great. Continue. I um. Great. What high score? High score. Right. It was great. That, that's it. Yeah. If yeah. you want a history, I think it's like six and episodes. It's paced. Um, when it gets to, when it talks about D and D and stuff like that, as somebody who knows knows it well and and plays it and stuff like that it's jarringly simplified and almost mocked by the the documentary people you could tell nobody that made the show had had actually played it and they they (laughs) rip on it pretty insultingly but outside of that it was it was good they talk about it would be like if i did a documentary about (laughs) dnd maybe but they talk about how doom like um completely changed um the the gaming sphere and like how multiplayer worked and how they released like the first chunk of the game for free to online it it was like the genesis of shareware yeah 
and it was just a bunch of dudes that liked metal, like hanging out programming it in a ba- in a basement. Yeah. It, was, <laughs> it was it was a joy. You guys should check it out. A, a bunch of dudes who are just like, yeah, we know some computer shit, and we really fucking like metal. So let's just like chill out in a basement for like six months and make a fucking metal video game. And they made Doom, literally the most metal video to date. I would arg- still argue. Doom is yeah. still the most metal video game in all of history. I agreed. Yeah. All right. That was our Doom segue, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> um, our, our, our Doom, doom gay? Our Doom gay? <laughs> our, our Doom, doom gay? <laughs> <laughs> These questions and more will not be answered on this episode of Alphanumeric. We've like been hanging out too much when we simultaneously go, our doom game? <laughs> <laughs> We're starting to hive mind at this point. Yeah, so, sorry, um, Sniddler or Lady Glitch, take away the emotional end, end scene between okay. Nose and, All right. and uh, We can do that. Okay. Sorry, Dot. Go. All right. <laughs> you got the nerd words. Oh, thanks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, no, you got it. You... Okay, fine. Besides, this, this, this scene's got my girls in it, so okay, here we yeah. go. Okay. All right, so we cut away from the principal office and Megabyte cooking Fong's brain for these codes. And oh. now we are in Dot's office in the secret bunker. And while the electricity is flickering, she's giving us major game over vibes because this, this kind of reflects on the scene where she also sat alone in her office in the principal office back on episode four of the season. She's sitting there, she's reflecting, she's stressed out now, she starts to cry because mm. I guess feelings of overwhelm and all this shit that's been happening. Then all of a sudden, Mouse walks through the door and she's like, all right, Sugar, what do you think you're doing? And Dot's like too. trying to look busy again. Yeah. Oh, I, oh, I'm just looking I'm at just the- uh, Doing the thing, she, you know. She's been hanging out enough around Dot where- Like their sister. Like, right, right, yeah. That's right. Oh yeah, and fearless leader routine. Yeah, I want to know what, like, what the fuck is up between you and Bob? If you're still mad about that little kiss that I gave him, <laughs> and then if you look at Doc's facial expressions, she's like, no, no, it's not that. But she looks away yeah. after looking around. Like subconsciously, it still hurts her. But of course, there are bigger things in the greater picture that's yeah. actually going on. I, and I disagree. Like, Okay. <laughs> I, I I actually think she's earnest. She stops, she thinks about it for a second, and then she realizes that it's not important. Mm-hmm. And she kind of drops it. That's that's my takeaway from it. Okay. She she looks, she thinks, and she goes, No, no, it's not that. And I and I believe her. I, I yeah. don't think that actually like bugged. Maybe I, in the moment. I'm kind of in the middle on that one. Yeah. Kind of in the middle. Like first impressions when you see, you know, mouse going after Bob like that, it's like mm. Especially after when that's the first time you've seen him and he's so different. Uh, <laughs> yeah. A little little jarring. And Dot's kind of like, I don't really like the dreads. Yeah. Yeah. And then, maybe maybe she does. Oh, maybe. I don't know. No, I was and kind then, of in the middle. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. My apologies. No, you're fine. I, I right, appreciate cool. the commentary, uh, <laughs> no, when, I was when, she was, when she was a younger woman, the sight of mouse making out with uh with bob would have bothered her but Mm -hmm. now as she's gotten a little bit older and a little bit more mature she is emotionally ready to 
potentially be part of a polycule with That's the two of them. <laughs> <laughs> I was on board Jeez. with you about her being emotionally more mature and not giving a shit about the the I mean the guess. but then you threw a curveball. <laughs> I did that intentionally. <laughs> but th- there there is there is the possibility that it did bug her. I do I do think so on, on that count. On the other in the other way, there's like on the other hand rather there's there is also that there is that they've been gone forever they haven't seen forever they've all been through so much that though it might have been kind of that the little kiss it might have been kind of that but also there's a lot of other stuff going on and if she doesn't have time to like occupy her mind totally with that like she would probably well, piss her off in the moment but then it was like you know he's back we can do what we have to do later you know, well, like... the she indeed, she, to what Snidler was saying, indeed, she goes on to explain what actually bugs her. Exactly. And I love this line from her. She's like, I can't face him. Mm-hmm. Not after what I did. I gave up hope. I didn't think he would ever come back. I stopped believing in him. Yeah. It's like, that's deep. Yeah. And mm-hmm. she starts crying. I think she's being hard like, on herself. Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. Yes, she goes into full meltdown mode, and then Mouse comes over, a big sister moment. She's like, Dot, honey, we've all lost hope, and we've all changed, except for one thing, your love for that sprite out there and his love for you. Go She knows. She knows. knows Oh, wow. Mouse is a wild card. To to throw Christopher a bone. Um, to to his credit, she kneels down and gets really close. And there are some frames where I'm like, now kiss. Because they're gazing into each other's eyes and she puts her arm like around her back and I'm like, make it even. You kiss Bob, now kiss Dot. It's even. There you go. Yeah, yeah your score is even. But, but like, it's more like a sister thing. Like uh, yeah. Lady Glitch said, go yeah, to him. They're BFFs now, and she's and like, she tears tears. Away. like, thank you, Mouse. Love the one glove. Same. The one latex glove. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love that whole arm getup. It's it's awesome. And that doesn't push things away. Like, this that, is why the show's different. That's her it wasn't fisting arm. For fisting bad guys in the face, right? Is that what that means? <laughs> yes. Yes. Yes, that's exactly I like what I was getting at. Instead of beating around the bush, instead of pretending and stretching that out, we have um, an audience insert in the form of mouse. Be like, "Hey, enough of this. C- go tell him." Yeah, and I'm like, "Oh, that. Right. Thank you." Yeah, yeah. So, uh, high time. Such a good episode. I thank you. High time. Not Fun high code. Brain, brain torture ah. aside. Yeah. Yeah. And indeed, the next scene is more brain torture. Yes, it is. And they get the first half of that code decoded. Yep. And something weird happens. Oh, the shit. ball, the mysterious yeah. ball the on top of the pinnacle. principal office. It turns into a portal. It explodes and turns into a tear. Yeah. Tear, thank you. They haven't stabilized yeah. it yet, but yeah. What do yeah, we and even Hair Doctor says, Air Doctor. Hair Doctor. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> Um, Hair Club for Men says we have a tear <laughs> that will serve yes, our purpose. Yep. Mind pure. And I'm like, isn't that convenient? <laughs> Excellent. 
prepare my portal pants. Portal pants? Yes, it's a safe birthday suit. <laughs> 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 should, but while they're contemplating that, Bob disappears. That's that's true. The whole gang's outside. Yeah, and they do and see the terror. You're right. They do yeah. see the terror. Yeah, because we're panning around all the ruins of Mainframe. And they do see it. You're right. You're right. And they're all just kind of hanging out. And even Andrea and Gavin see it from the mayor because we cut them first. Yeah. And then Bob. He, He's a lot more mellow and astute <laughs> in his older age, in his merging with 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 Glitch. And yeah. he's like, Fong's alive. There's no other way that Megabyte would be able to get the access code mm-hmm. to uh to leave mm-hmm. mainframe. Mm-hmm. Right. And I'm like, ah, see? Bob's not just a pretty face anymore. Yeah. And he's like, okay, we don't have much time. Uh, and he gets Star Trek vaporized. and then we cut to a scene hey this looks familiar holy shit yep yep yeah he's in hexadecimal's lair and she's she's so bored and she kind of just floats around him creepily without really revealing her whereabouts like she does but it would be so much more interesting now that you're here Yes. And I'm like, cheers. Cheers. Oh, cheers. And that is it. Let's not forget, people, she's still here. She's still here. She's holding Bob's a sexy man because after all of her cackling, she's like, hmm. (laughs) And I'm like, right, of course. Roll right. credits. Folks. And that's it. Roll credits, folks. Oh, the episode's <laughs> over. <laughs> Here on Alphanumeric, <laughs> we have a four-tier rating system. Yes, it is a four-tier rating system. It ranges from starting at the bottom. This is bad. Very bad. Which is the lowest of the low. High uh, code, next, if you will. The high code. Uh, <laughs> that might be... I, I hope we never get to a point where we actually have to rate an episode, especially as high code, but <laughs> it could that, happen. There's a We've secret done no Energon a couple of times on Too yeah. Much Energon now, so uh, the, the hidden, like, lower tier. <laughs> you have to uh, unlock it with special bonus points. Yeah. Negative points. <laughs> Dubious Sorry. points. That was, that was bad. Very bad. That, this is bad. Very bad. To I don't think so, which is episodes that aren't that great, but also aren't the worst worst things ever. To uh, that was easy enough, which is episodes that are you know good. pretty good. Decent. Yeah, they're not awesome, decent. but they're good. To alphanumeric. <laughs> I don't know. Turn it wow. I don't know what is happening know. there. I didn't know anyone else was going to do that. <laughs> That's For awesome. the audio listeners, everyone kind of just simultaneously started like, flourishing yes, like yes, jazz yes, hands yes. in the same, <laughs> the same in time. the exact wow. same time. 
Uh, yeah, alphanumeric well is done. top of the top, cream of the crop, Woo. top of the hop, cream. stop of the stop, shop of the shop. <laughs> yep, top of the song of the song, top of the song of the song. Anyway, uh, Snidler, what is your thoughts on this episode? Um, I'm gonna give this one an alphanumeric because I just love everything that happens in it. Um, yes, things are starting to get real. Things are starting to go. I down. feel like that We're could just be in... that. Like that could just be like insert audio for yeah, why not? any episode basically. <laughs> you I'm gonna give this one right an alphanumeric here. because I just love everything. <laughs> I just love everything that happened in this episode. These are like this last last few episodes that we have on season three are have got to be like some of my favorites because things nice. are starting to get real. For huh? Sidler, and then there's alphanumeric for Sidler. <laughs> <laughs> or at least that's what the meme is. In in reality, I'm sure that's. I'm a meme. I'm, sure. I'm a meme. So yes. Yeah. Uh, anyone else? Ah, <laughs> uh, Christina, Lady Glitch. What's up? That All way. right. A... What's your rating? Um, there's a lot of good things about this episode that I love. I mean, we get back together with all of our characters. We see in the flashbacks what actually happened in mainframe, which is really good storytelling because they could have easily like not written that shit in and we could have been left to our own devices as to what actually happened. Um, we see the, the effects of Megabyte on the system, how he's trying to get the fuck out, and the character interactions, what's going on in everyone's heads. I think it's just... A, a fantastic episode. It's an alphanumeric for me. Awesome. Nice. Yeah. The Cal of the Neo. Uh, I had that problem with the the very bad trope that mm. led Fong to being caught. But like, holy cow! Like that, that's a a stickler. It doesn't doesn't take away from the very alphanumeric rating of this this episode. I mean. It's like, oh boy, they're going to piece together what happened. They do it so quickly and elegantly and believably that I'm I'm on board. They they get you caught up with what's happening. They show glimpses of Megabyte. Uh, when, okay, we we got to stop this. It ends with Hexadecimal. I'm like, where's the writing been for, <laughs> for this? And it just, because they have all the characters and they're in mainframe, maybe this is where like reboot was meant to be <laughs> to be right and so right. this is so much better than so much of the episodes that are t town or system hopping or in the web it's it's alphanumeric for sure mm. all right um i can't really i can't really rate this episode because i only watched like half of it so no rating. You know, no, you me. rate it. No, you, you, you gotta rate it. No. Yeah. I, I, I can't because, like, I literally, I, I watched like 15 minutes of it yesterday and wasn't able to finish it. So, uh, yeah, I. You lie and you say alphanumeric. <laughs> <laughs> Join us. Uh, <laughs> but they're all back together. So, from what you did see, based on what I saw, I would rate an alphanumeric. Woo! There we go. Uh, I I enjoyed what I saw quite a bit, but I just wasn't able to finish the episode. So you'll you'll get caught up. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes. Uh, so that has been the thirteenth episode of season three of Reboot. Uh, we, it, folks. 
I want to give a special mm-hmm. shout out to someone on YouTube uh, who has been going through the motions. Uh, binge watching the binge, <laughs> binge listening to Alphanumeric nice. uh, starting yes. from uh, from episode one. Uh, I've been getting notifications on my phone for the past like week or so now of like him just commenting multiple times on every single episode. So uh, YouTube user cute cute James. Cute, cute, James. Yep. Awesome. Cute, uh, cute. Shout, James. shout out cute? to you, cute, cute, <laughs> cute James. James. You are the cutest of the Jameses. Yep. You're the cutest of the cute, cute Jameses I know. Yep. You yeah. are. You are twice the cute. Yes. That's right. <laughs> so, shout out. Yeah. yeah uh, thanks for your support. Um, I don't uh, respond to every comment you make, but uh, I try to at least like like them and whatnot. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> And hope you keep listening. Uh, he, based on what I've seen, he just fish, finished ep, uh, season one. So, awesome. all right. So, in a couple of weeks, he'll be listening to this <laughs> and it, he'll hear our shout out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, best way to support the show is wherever you are listening to and or watching this, give it a like, give it a subscribe, give it a five star rating. Trying to make an Anything. R with my hand, like an R gang symbol, but I. White chicks and gang signs. <laughs> Trying to make an R shape with. Don't know how. Uh, so right. Anyway. Carry on, please. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Um, uh, to. To follow the show, uh, go to facebook.com slash lasercomb, L-A-Z-O-R-C-O-M-B. That is the Facebook hub of every show that one or all of us is a part of and that I produce. Uh, Also, uh, if you want to follow me specifically, you can do so on Twitter. I am at lasercomb, spelled the exact same way. Sniddler, you have Twitter too, yes? Twitter, yes, it's at AP Sniddler. Uh, A P S N I W D L E R. Uh, I also have a channel on YouTube you could follow if you want to see stupid videos of me opening vintage toys and whatnot. Uh, mm. And um, an Instagram at AP Sniddler. Spelt exactly the same. Lady Glitch, yeah. you have the social of the medias as well, yes? I, I certainly do. You can find me at Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at Lady Glitch 619. Cheers. Yes. And NeoCal. You can find me on the Twitter sphere at Neo underscore Cal with a K. Nice. I'll find that guy that has NeoCal as one word. <laughs> <laughs> and you will behead him and witness and take the... all of his social media accounts. Oh, the you, glory! You will, you will behead lot. him and you will experience the quickening and absorb his power and <laughs> which entails absorbing all of the need his, his social media accounts yeah yeah <laughs> they're mine now there can uh, be only one <laughs> there can be only neo yeah uh patreon we have a patreon account uh patreon.com slash laser uh, I've just revamped all the tiers, but uh, to quickly go over it, for $2 a month, two, 
$2 per month, uh, you get access to the Lasercomb Discord. And you also, when they become available, because they're not yet, but you get audio access to a upcoming Lasercomb Patreon-exclusive podcast, Pilot Season, where we talk about the first episode of a show that's been recommended to us by our top-tier $25 patrons. Uh, $5, you get all of that, but you also get outtake audio, which is like preamble shit where we spend literal hours before <laughs> we start recording these talking about this, that, or the other thing. Yep. Uh, $10 a month, new tier that I've just created. You get all of that, and you also get a new Lasercomb Patreon exclusive show, Lasercomb Tonight, where we talk about fun and interesting news, headlines, stories, and current events. One episode of that is live now. More to come every week. I think uh, COVID is gone. I, I... <laughs> One of the things that COVID's gone, people. There's a spoil, There's a hint. There's a taste. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, laser comb tonight was pretty fun. Uh, I enjoyed it a lot. It's kind of the direction that I want to move in is talking more about that kind of thing and less about 25-year-old cartoons, which I, I love. But... No, not me. I didn't like it. I want to go back and talk about 90s commercials. I want to talk about <laughs> Gak. I want to talk about Stretch Armstrong. Nacho, Nacho Man. <laughs> I want to talk about Nacho I man. got to be a Nacho Man. <laughs> all right. Uh, $25 tier gets you all of that and also a t-shirt after three months. And you can also uh, pitch us content for the aforementioned pilot season podcast, which we are launching soon. Also, um, maybe we should just, ever at the end of each episode, shout out our $25 patrons. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, Monthly shoutouts is literally one of the uh, the 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 Patreon rewards perks. Oh, there we go. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, but I, I thank you for reminding me because I would like to actually like uh, give a special shout out to uh, Game Sprite Mode K. She is our first ever twenty five dollar patron. So we thank have you. The same thank name. you very much. She's uh, she's pretty cool. Mm -hmm. Likes metal, so right there, I'm already like, all right, you're Thanks. okay. And uh, my name's Kay, her name's Kay, so there you go. Okay, she's a cool person. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> listen, uh, we're also gonna be oh, fuck you. extra perk. I'm hilarious <laughs> for, the, for the $25 tier. We're also gonna be launching a very soon. We're going to be launching an ex another exclusive Patreon show called uh, the Lasercomb Monthly Movie, where we do a commentary track just watching a movie. I'm excited for that. Yes. Yeah, we're 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 doing that very 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 soon. Uh, I th I think the movie that we've settled on is going to be Batman and Robin. Yes. Um. So. If you want to hear that, hear us watch and live react <laughs> to watching oh, a I... Batman and Robin. Uh, it's going to be good. Uh, subscribe to the Lasercomb Patreon for $25. Uh, I think that's about it. Mm -hmm. We're going to get out of here. 
I've been one of your hosts, Christopher Siege. I've been another host, A.P. <laughs> Sniddler. <laughs> because I'm pointing out the screen for audio listeners, I, I don't yeah, know where yeah. I'm, they're oriented. I think Sniddler, Christopher's here. Yep. <laughs> yep. Sniddler. Yep. Correct. And then Lady Glitch. Yep. Yeah. There we go. I okay. think this is actually the layout that it's been for the past couple of weeks now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So. Yep. Yay, consistency. Sniddler. Yes. There he is, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> All right. And I've been another host, Lady Glitch. Right. Cal. Cal, Jesus. take us out. <laughs> and I, last host, Neo Cal. <laughs> signing off, and as always, stay frosty. Boys. <laughs> uh. Uh, 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 words. Uh, I uh, bought Tankor. 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 I feel like that's what he would say. Tankor. Odor. Odor. Yeah. Tankor. Pulverize. Wait, wrong show. Anyway, bye-bye. bye bye. Bye.